welcome. Welcome, welcome to Diplomacy Games. Um, <laughs> I'm Ambi. Oh no, I'm Kana. And uh, welcome to our seventh episode, I think this one is. It's up to seven already. Up to seven already, awesome. Um, actually, I was looking at the stats the other day, and we're getting close to over 500 downloads, which <laughs> I'm really, really surprised we've got that many people listening to us. That's cool, that's um, cool. I don't know how that compares with other podcasts, probably poorly, but... Uh, well, we know the people are listening to them, otherwise why would they download it? That's so. right. <laughs> and, and the good thing about it is I noticed that, because actually, I mean, I don't know who, who's actually downloading, but I do get a, um, an IP address and their country. Oh, yeah. And so you can actually see when someone's listened to one, and it's like, oh, and then like an hour later they download another one. So it's like they might, might be like try before you buy, and oh, then they'll kind good. of yeah. usually load up a couple of after that. So that's a good thing. Well, so I, I, I did I did re-listen through our last podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, when we got to Sopwith, I think I think the alcohol must have been hitting me at that stage. Yeah, we were getting a bit sleepy. I, 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 I sounded sleepy. <laughs> I sounded sleepy. <laughs> Yeah. So, talking alcohol, um, I have here a glass of the Mr. Mick Cabernet, what is it, Cabernet Merlot from the Clare Valley. And I've got an IPA, it's called Mysterio, and it's brewed down in Sydney somewhere. Oh, it looks very, very nice. So oh, It's uh, actually a very lovely drop. Cheers. Excellent. Yeah. So, let's kind of get into things. We've actually got a really, really um, full card of, to discuss because um, unfortunately Kane and I get together beforehand and say, oh, what are we roughly going to talk about? And most times we follow the script, sometimes we don't. It's essentially written down on a receipt. Yeah, yeah that's what's going to happen. It's, it's on the receipt that's got the Wi-Fi, <laughs> the Wi-Fi password on it. So oh, which we, we found out, you know, a couple of uni students were, you know, nicking with movie downloads. And movie downloads, downloads. Yeah, probably porn. Yeah, probably. Um, so, let's get into Boss. We've been playing this game for a little while now. Um, yep. I've been finding it a really, really interesting, fun experience. Good. I'm actually, I'm getting, I'm really enjoying it at the moment. Um, now, I have to say, I told you a furphy um, in regards to how the victory points work. Oh, did you? I did. Damn, because um, I, I put actually... in my... <laughs> my boss buys based on that. <laughs> um, I, I, I multiplied it up by a hundred. So what I was saying, um, essentially, you if you own a um, hundred units of stock, and let's say that country has nine supply centres, yeah, you get nine victory points. You don't get nine hundred victory points. Is what I said. Why wouldn't you? Because I would have thought that if okay, so the more invested you are in that country that should I would have thought impact on the victory points yeah so it's every unit or every block of 100 that you have every block of 100 gives you 9 points if, if that country has 9 supply centers oh, so it's not so the actual math isn't 9 times 100 no it is 9 times 1 exactly so if yeah. I had 1000 units yep, it have. would be 9 times a hundred. No, ten. nine times ten. <laughs> I'm holding up five, uh, ten fingers. It's only up ten fingers, and I've only had a couple of sips of wine. We've, we have established many, many no. times over that math is my... Uh, Ambie's math head's kicking in. That's yeah. right, yeah. Anyway, but no, the math is similar. Like you, The more you own of a country that has more supply centres, the greater your outcome in victory points is going to be. Okay, cool. Regardless. But that's where my third was. Yep. That's a, a mistake. Excellent. Yeah. Hey, we forgot to mention where we are. Yeah, we are at Super Whatnot. Super Whatnot in Brisbane. Yep. This is a, a, a pub we were going to go to at the, the last episode we recorded, but when we got here... It was super the, loud. It was very loud, yes. so it's actually it's not too bad at the moment. There were people hanging out the windows, I remember. Saying, <laughs> <laughs> buy me a drink. <laughs> so, boss, um, I'm enjoying it. Um, I've, I've changed my strategies on a few things, and... 
quite a few players have. Oh, have they? They have, yeah. 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 As, as, as the game progresses, they're kind of doing what you've just said. Oh, hang on. Um, there's victory points involved. We're <laughs> playing victory points for the Bulls. And, um, ooh. I, I'm kind of losing victory points at the moment following the strategy. Or I'm not gaining as many victory points as I could. Yep. Um, and, well, for essentially last season, I had um, maybe two dozen changed orders on that season and they all came through at the very end it was quite um, interesting so I don't what happened in the last season was there a lot of final there was actually there was a little bit of rumour mongering that went around I think at the time about buying was it Auxon or Axon or um, the BC went quite well last season the Axamite BC? Yeah, the, actually, yeah. one thing that really, really pisses me off... Sorry. Oh, OK, what pisses <laughs> you off? <laughs> it's because, obviously, you're communicating with all the players. And whether it's the players or whether it's you as Game Master, everyone always talks about the names of the currencies. And it's like, I can't remember that a BC is an Axum and it's not an Arabian and it's not a Turinian. I'd rather... I mean, I always just communicate always just in the name of the country it, because I'm a simple man. But it's posted every turn. It's posted, Oxum, BC. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do that. You're good. But everyone else doesn't. Went between oh, internal yeah, communication, yeah, yeah, saying, yeah, "Oh, we're all, we're all buying BC." It's like, what's BC? <laughs> I have to quickly double check again. Double check the uh, the results. But um, I have noticed that some players, when you look at victory points, are, are way, 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 way down. So they're obviously following a totally different strategy. Um, yes, or no and, strategy. And, yeah. Well, some players came out really strong to start off with, yeah. and now. Um, being overtaken by other players who are looking at a different strategy in how they're playing it, um, which is really, which is really cool. Um, I, I actually apologise for not really posting more um, graphs along with um, my posts. So I've been quite busy with real life. Well, you've been down to Tasmania, haven't you? Yeah, I was down in Tasmania. Yeah. How was it? Very cold. Yeah. Cold. Even at this time of the year? Yeah. We got off the aeroplane and it was blowing a gale and it was yeah. about 8 degrees and you're coming from Brisbane and it's sunshine, 30 degrees and yeah. not a breeze in the air and yeah, froze. But it was lovely, you know, great, great, great countryside. Mm. Very um, true. I, I, I have noticed that there is definitely a... Watching people's buys, it seems like there's a definite trend of who is in that circle or who is hearing these rumours and who is kind of doing it on their own kind of yeah, yeah I, I so think maybe we, I'm reading more into we, we it touched on that the very very first time we um, got together and started talking about which would have been episode 5 I think it was around how things were going on the balls it seemed to me that there was one group of players who um, were very clickish and really had this shit together and were coordinating and then they would kind of you know, feed a couple of scraps out okay. to another yes. broader group, and I think I'm in the scrappy broader group. And then there's another group of just people who've got no, or aren't being fed any information, or they're only getting fed information from the people in the scrap group. Okay, so like the yeah, know, it's kind of like of, yeah, it's like Chinese whispers, yeah. you know, by by busy, it's it's going to go up big this turn. <laughs> so. Uh, well, I'm definitely getting a lot of positive feedback from the players yeah. themselves. You know, oh, thank you very much for adjudicating this, or having a gr- having a blast. There's a lot of stuff going on. Thanks, um, I feel bad because I haven't done that to you. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I get feedback. From what you a great like job this, but... you've been doing, Kana. I, oh. I truly appreciate it. 
Oh, shucks. Oh, spoken, as a, <laughs> spoken as a diplomacy you, player, yes. saying, oh, I, I really appreciate what you're saying. <laughs> you know, for was like, oh, just by talking shit or not. Um, so the, the, the actual spreadsheet link that I post does yep. have a graphs tab in it. If you change, if you look at the tab, it'll have a it'll have a series of graphs outlining that turns you know, the, the progression of yep. say the currency and that sort of stuff. Um, and I don't know if you'll um, notice it. You, you download the gra- the spreadsheet to yep. do it, or I do. Yeah. I download the spreadsheet, work on it, and then send you back the PM. Yeah, all written out. So, oh, what's going on? Um, but there's there's a little um, table in there with you know dollar for victory points. Yep. Yep, and that essentially gives you a value, a running value, on what it would cost you to buy a victory point. Yep. One single victory point. It's not it's not adjusted to you obviously have to buy units of a hundred, but if you were just to remove that requirement it would cost you that amount of money to buy a victory point in that currency. I must I must admit during my, my last set of uh, orders which I've just recently provided you and I don't think actually yes. gone through the most recent no, no, I haven't. Uh, adjudication yeah. process and it'll happen uh, prior to this podcast going live I, I went through that exercise actually looking at the value and doing my calculations did and it from change that, how you viewed it? It, it? it did but then I had to put another another lens over the top of it because looking at that you go oh there's half a dozen currencies here that appear to represent good value for you know the number of victory points you're getting for the the current present value, but then you, I always then applied a lens over the top of that, which was okay. But looking at the way things are on the board and where units are being positioned, can I see some of those players maybe actually being out of the game in three, four, five years time, exactly. as opposed to other players I can go, they're in for the long haul. So that's just been coming up some of my thinking at the moment. So I'm not going to get into details around my. Obviously, not. the game is ongoing. The game is ongoing. Yeah. Um, uh, it, but yeah, it is I'm, interesting. You know, yeah. currencies like the Zanji might be a good buy from a currency value point, but it might not be long term. And I don't know what's going on the board. Which ones are the Zanji? The Zanji, the Sirajivan. Oh, they're the ones I bought up big in at the beginning, and it's like, oh God, I've got to get rid of the list before he's gone. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's uh, he's definitely looking a bit rough down there. But, he is. Um, I don't think I'm going to cash out <laughs> in time. No, my money's going to get stuck in the poker machine, and I'm not going to get my return. Of course, that's what happens if a country's eliminated. Your holdings and it's gone. Yep. You no longer have victory points. All over Red Rover. So, um, I, 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 I imagine there'll be a few unhappy campers in the next um, what, five seasons. Do you think six seasons? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Anyway. We've done enough on boss. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 cool with it. I'm I'm enjoying it myself because I I, I live vicariously. You know. Yeah, like you play God. <laughs> yeah. So other things that are going on. My other games we're involved in. Um, both Kana and I are in the known world 901 Nine World Tournament, which is I think everyone playing uh, at some point of time one of the 15 countries that are on the board yeah that's right it's cycling through yeah so you yeah. cycle through all 15 so with um, only the first two games are still presently playing yes um, I'm still in both so we can't talk about them no um, I'm not any longer in one of them uh, uh, I thought yes. dust. busted busted oh, up yeah um, but you know it, it's ongoing I, I didn't have two countries which I thought I'd go well in anyway yep 
um, and it is gunboat, so there's always that miscommunication that goes on in these things. I'm really glad, actually, it's a gunboat game because I always say this every single time we get together on a podcast and I go, oh, I'm in too many games at the moment. Yes. I'm like, I'm in way too many games at the moment. How many like, are you playing at the moment? Oh, shit, I had to bloody double check. I think it's like, you keep talking, I'll check. Oh, yeah, okay. So, um, the, the way these um, uh, around the world tournaments go, you could do a sort of web dip, like with a classic game, you'd have seven mm-hmm. players on... Uh, the classic map, and you would cycle around that board and yeah. in that tour. You play, every, you play every single country. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm currently in six games at the moment on VDIP and one game on WebDIP. So seven games for me is just like madness. Speaking of WebDIP... Yes, and speaking going, of 901, you had some yeah, yeah, very... Yeah. Like, I was like, when you told me, I went, I almost fell off my, my stool. Go for it. So tell us, Kana, tell us the great news. Um, Hopefully, cross fingers. Zulta has just posted... Um, today, not even uh, a couple of hours ago, saying that this is as at 13th of October. 13th, basically. No, sorry, wrong day. They're ready to. <laughs> not October. What is October? today? 15th of November. Yes. Yes. Um, basically, saying that they're going to roll out um, Known World and two 1v1 maps on Web within the week. So, well done. All you fellas over there get to, you know. Have a, have a squeeze of some of the stuff that we're actually chatting about in this game. It's, it's fantastic. I mean, it's been a long while coming since there's been some um, extra variants within WebDip. Um, obviously, web, the WebDip communities are a lot larger, um, but you know, having some extra games there, I think, to play with, they'll be, they'll be sure, oh, very, very pleasant. Absolutely. And 901, I've, honestly, it's one of my favourite variants. Um, out of a lot of them. I kind of feel the same way now because I just keep playing all the time. <laughs> just keep on, oh, there's a, there's a known world game. I better join that. You know, <laughs> yeah. I like them. You know. Let's overcome um, it even further. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, it, it, it's a really balanced um, thing. Yeah. Um, what's his face here? Um, you know, floodgates go. Oh, you know, is it balanced? Well, you know, it's balanced in the. It, it actually probably one of the better balanced variants out there, oh, if you ask me. Um, the more and more I play it. The, the more I kind of noticed that... And I think actually, we go back to our very, very first episode when we talked about 901. Yes. And my views at the time were very much tainted around this idea of... Um, if you apply it from the classic world, the view of, you know, Turkey always plays well because it's in the corner, so, it, you know, it, it doesn't have to worry about its back as opposed to a Germany or an Austria or whatever like that. Yes. And therefore, I always... I think back in that episode, I applied that same logic to Srivijaya. Yes. Hey, like, if you look at... All the games I'm involved in at the moment, Shrivijaya, this is like blown away time and time again. <laughs> and I, I based that that view on because we were talking about that yeah, original 901 game, where Shrivijaya had just kind of almost smashed everybody, but we kind of managed to constrain him. And it is a kind of a corner country. Yeah, it is. Um, and you know, kind of the wicked witch in the west, wicked witch in the east. You know, the England, Turkey, dilemma, mm. and that. Mm. You know, they don't really have people surrounding them. But if you look at the stats, you know, France seems to go quite well. Yep. And it would be really interesting to see how the stats will change in a larger player base with more of these games flowing through. Mm. I think it would be quite interesting. It would be very good. Mm. I'm looking forward to the, uh, the introduction. The other so cool have they set a date that they're, reckoning they're oh, working towards? Within a week, as of today. Within a week, jeez. Yeah, so that's, so who's, I mean, doing all, who's actually doing all the, the back-end work there? Um, a tin can. A tin can? Yeah. Nice work. We yeah. should, hey, have a bit, a bit of a... That's Aussies. for a tin can. Yeah. Other Aussies. Yes. Um, 
Are you going down to PoppyCon? Oh, we talked about this last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in an and um, I still haven't made a definitive decision yet. I'm waiting for something else to fall into place. Okay. Which is right. non-diplomacy related. That that said, we'll just we'll wait and see. Okay. So you may or may not see ATC in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think it's in, it's in a couple of weeks, and I'll probably be able to make a call on that in about a week. So I'm not exactly going to get the cheapest airfare, but uh, it's not going to be through the. Hopefully not. Yeah. We'll see oh, how we go. And one v ones, you know. Yeah. Uh, so two player maps, which are you know really cool way to introduce new players to the game. You can introduce them in a, a safe kind of environment. Yep. Um, my wife tried to learn the game. Your wife? My wife. Yep. Um, her her username is Copper Knickers. In, uh, <laughs> Yeah, now, now there's a story behind this, right? Now, speaking is, this, is this kind of like, is this like a chastity belt thing, copper knickers? You know, no, just to kind no, of prevent no, you no, no, Because no. you're kind of slightly reddish in tone, and, and as a result, it's to, it's to keep out the, the redhead out from from the knickers. Well, no, she's American, okay? So oh. she's, from, she's from Oregon in the US. I didn't know that. And, well, now you do. There we go. Um, <laughs> so I was, trying, I was trying to introduce her to this game, man, and just a couple of years ago, and... She goes, oh, Kana. She goes, you should know this. Today is the birthday of a very famous scientist who um, was big into astronomy. And I, I look at her and I go, oh. and she, she's Of course, going, it's Galileo. No. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, Galileo is a, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I say Copernicus. And she goes, no, 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 no. Constantly say no. And I say, well, okay, all right. I don't get it. Who is it? And she goes, Copper Knickers. And I said, what? It's Copper Knickers. And I said, you mean Copernicus. Right? Yeah. And she, um, it, 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 it's, a, it's a unique, well, that's how she got her alias, essentially. Um, but it, it's a really cool way of kind of accenting, accents playing um, a role in in language and speaking accents we thought we'd um, do, uh, what yes. the, do what the doctor recommended hey. yes we have a brand new segment that we're going to trial out uh, for this episode and, and subsequent episodes and um, and this came down by the fact that obviously we've got a bit of a, a global audience of you know a handful of people and as part of this whole process um, what we've basically picked up is that everyone, everyone has apart from any other Australians who are listening to us they're like you guys have got the most amusing accents we love, we love hearing but, but, you yeah. but on top of that um, we particularly appreciate your very uh, unique um, interpretations on, on how countries are named territories are named and players are named so um, I guess our what would you call it it'd be our um, our interpretation of, of how to pronounce names Yes. has been kind of picked up as being something that is uh, of the most amusement. amusement. So, what uh, Dr. Recommended recommended, so that's why we're calling this segment What the Doctor Recommended, is to spend a 30-second rapid-fire thing going through um, the names of various players and for us to be able to provide our interpretation of that. So, um, what I was going to suggest, Kana, yes. if you're up for, up for the challenge, is that we'll, we'll set aside 30 seconds each... Well, should we start from the bottom or should we start from the top well, of the let's, let's stop from let's start start from the top because you know 
Okay. Well, you want to start from the bottom? Well, it would be kind of interesting. Okay, no, start from the top. We'll, yeah. start, we'll start from the top. So we'll start from the top. So I thought what we'll do is 30 seconds each. Okay, 30 you got a timer? I've got a timer here. So, what, But what I thought maybe, so 30, 30 by 30 is 60. Okay, yes. So, so as, you can, as, the, as the listeners can tell, we haven't planned how we're going to do this. Yeah, no, no. And I thought no. basically we'll set 60 seconds aside, you say the name, and then I'll try repeating the name based on how I would I wouldn't say it. Does that sound cool? So sometimes I reckon we'll be the same, and sometimes we'll be different. Same, same. Okay, so I say it, then you say it. Yes, correct. Okay, all right. So we're going to go for 60 seconds. Um, this is the V Diplomacy Hall of Fame... And we're going to begin yep. now. Cypeg. Cypeg. Roughhouse. <laughs> Roughhouse. Maypoo. Maypoo. Retilian. Retilian. Mikey 99. Mikey 99. Decimalegio. Decimal. This isn't working very well. We're saying it the same way. <laughs> I thought we were going to, you know, swap. You know, I say one and you say one. Oh, okay. That's how I kind of figured this. Okay, how about we go back and edit this and start all over no, no, again? No, 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 no. That's kind of humming. No, no, no. start that. Pensiage. Oh, I like that one too. Oh, so what, am I doing the next one? Well, unless you disagree with me. G-Man. Sendrick. Drano. No, it's 19. Drano. It's Drano. I thought it was Drano. Drano. Okay. <laughs> it's like what you put down the drains when you, they're clogged up. <laughs> uh, Bozo. Bozo. I oh, know, I did that. Tarius. Taurus, it's Taurus, there's an L there, buddy. I can't see, it's too far away, and you've got that card over the top no, I'm, of it. Yeah, yeah, oh, Taurus. Yeah, Guros. Tassa. Eki. What about the 83? Oh, Eki 83, yeah. Rex Garum. Immortal. B Rich 94. Oh, wait, we're at a minute. Uh, Malcat. We're at a minute. We're going to keep going. Yeah, we're going to go. Look, we're only up to 19. Bow Lemons. Bow Lemons. Bow Lemons. Varin Varianto. Gantz. Rapers 99. No, Rapers 2. <laughs> it's Rapers. It's got to be Rapers. It can't be Rapers. <laughs> Honestly, you couldn't name yourself Rapers. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Mercy. Patsky. Ingbot. Tantara Mariza. <laughs> Gummers. Davinian. Blue Cthulhu. Roxart. Chochi. Dan Farabdup. Dijon. It's got 0707. Oh, Dijon 0707. Yeah, see, I'd say Dejans 0707, but it's, it's more Spanish. No, okay. Big Rob. Doctor Recommended. So let's finish on Doctor Recommended. Yes, there we go. Right. Actually, we went for way over time. Though. We did two minutes, we failed our own challenge. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, but um, still fun. Um, a guy whose name I keep on mispronouncing, right, is, he's also in the Bulls game. And I keep on thinking with Gagori Gel. The boss game? Yeah, the boss game. Yeah. Who's he playing? Da, da, da. Um, he's playing he's playing Spain, isn't he? Um, no, he's not. That's Scuba Steve. Um, yeah, Scuba's playing Spain. Oh. Uh, he's playing... Who's he playing? Oh, Dagorigen. Dagorigel. Dagorigel. Yes. You know, and you look at them, you think, oh, yeah, Dagori gel. But, as was pointed out in the forum recently, it's Dago Rigel. Ah. Right? But I still keep on thinking it was Dagori gel. There we go. Very interesting. Anyway, enough of that. Enough, so, of, that. enough of that. Thank you, uh, Doctor Recommended, for that um, recommendation. Hope you had a good laugh. Yes. <laughs> um, World War Four. Actually, let's jump to 1066. Let's uh, jump to what? Would, would you like to? 
Let's do okay. Let's do 1066. But actually, 10, one thing I've, I need to get a drink because I've kind of just smashed that really oh, quickly. Yeah, okay. But you're still going. Um, we want to pause it and get another drink. Let's pause it, get another drink. Okay, we'll pause okay. and have another drink. We're back in tech. Oh. And, and we back. are back. Another one of these. Another ones. one of Mysterios and Mr. Mix. Yeah. I, I was surprised that I've never been to a place where the beer is more expensive than the wine. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah. Substantially. Oh, yours is like thirteen dollars for a schooner, and mine's like seven bucks for a wine. I know. Just, I'm very happy with this, guys. You should you should really appreciate the podcast because it's costing us an arm and a leg. That's right, <laughs> but <laughs> enjoyably so. Anyway, so before our little um, interlude there, we were having a, an argy bargy on whether we're going to talk about World War Four or not. And this we talk about a game that you're involved in at the moment. Isn't it is. It? it is. I'm involved in this game. Um, I'm, I'm happy to talk about this one because it's, um, it's public, public press. press. It's unrated. I'm not um, in it. Yeah. Well. Am I? No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> I didn't think I was. Um, uh, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was actually trying to think of a funny clip to say, "Well, you wouldn't get this far," and you know. Oh. oh you know. <laughs> actually, <laughs> the truth hurts. <laughs> Tears at my diplomacy soul. <laughs> So anyway, so <laughs> anyway, um, I'm, I'm actually, at, I'm actually, it's actually surprising to myself. I'm, actually, I'm at 52 units, yes. so I'm actually um, halfway to. Does it like um, take you an hour just to put in orders? Oh mate, it, it, yes, it does. It does. I'm scrolling back and forth, back and forth. Um, I find it sometimes easier just to have uh, the tablet open with the with the uh, the map, and I'm doing it on another device like a yeah. computer and yep, doing yep. it like this. Um, it does get um, frustrating, but. Um, VDIP does have the um, interactive map for this variant. Right, yep. But it doesn't work on Safari on my device. So, okay. Cool. That having said, it's done. Um, so, what's happened just recently is um, Canada has imploded. What was the name of this game, by the way? Oh, this game is called Can We Do This 2? Can We Do This 2? Okay. Yes. So, um, when you say Canada imploded, do they implode by their own volition or is this because everyone attacked them? No, they essentially imploded by their own volition, um, okay. which is kind of a bit of a, a downer because um, for me, um, I, I, I entered into some very um, serious discussions um, with Song as I, was, as I was invading Indonesia on, on East Africa. Song, Song, for those who haven't played this map, is a, uh, a country that's based around um, China. Yes. And um, he, he was heavily allied with... Canada at the time, and Canada had spread in all the way down and actually got into India. Really? Yeah. Um, so he was doing really well. He had like 40 supply centers or something like this. Um, and I, I, I pretty much made the deal with uh, this Chinese um, song, song that if he attacked Canada, if he stabbed Canada, yep. I would stab my ally Congo. Yes. Right? And so he... Which I think in our last episode, we sorry, episode five, we talked about briefly, you kind of mentioned that you had just started stabbing him yeah, and were yeah, caught okay. him with his pants down. Yeah, well, yes, I did catch him with his pants down. He wasn't expected anything. Um, and and, and um, maybe kind of taught him a lesson because um, I moved all my units towards his border and then said, um, don't worry, mate, I'm just protecting myself. Nothing to worry about here, and he took it. He, he, he bought it. it. He bought it. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, poor so, fella. Poor guy. Um, but I, I have played with um, Gate before, and he's a, he's he's been a trustworthy ally. He's been you know, steadfast all the way. Sorry, this him. was the sorry. Is this uh, the one who's song? Is that Congo? Okay, so he's Congo been a trustworthy ally. Yeah. And you 
breached that I, trust. I breached that trust, uh, yeah. essentially. But That's all right. Only because Song attacked Canada, and I felt like I needed to live up to my word. And okay, all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, blah, That's blah, understandable. Blah, blah. It was an excuse for an attack. Um, so, you know, off they go. Um, Song stabs Canada, and then Canada just goes, I can't enter orders anymore. My computer's not letting me enter orders. What? And, um, yeah, he, he essentially NMR'd every turn after that so sorry um, I, I find it difficult in, in the current modern world that um, if your computer for some reason won't let you enter orders, orders which sounds like a lot of bullshit to me exactly that you can't yes. then pick um, up at least your phone <laughs> or, or, or whatever but yeah apparently all of his devices wasn't allowing him to enter uh, orders and so he I, I, I believe what's happened is that he's just been stabbed by somebody who thought he was really trustworthy and just gone fuck just this just pissed off really pissed off with the game I've been there You've been there probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think I've actually, ever then gone all the way to NMR then or make up. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. You know let's, let's, I, I've entered arsehole moves and just gone, oh yeah, whatever. Oh, I've, just got, moved, I've just done arsehole moves. Which you know, is like, um, um, you know, I'll be, I'll be in situations where I'll be fighting, you know, two or three other players. My allies stab me and it's a case of going to the two or three other players I've been fighting for God knows how long saying, I'm moving over to this guy and I'm just going to stop him. You yeah, take all my supplies, then it's not give a shit. I don't care anymore. That's yeah, right. Yeah, whatever. You, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so Canada's imploded. He's on his way out. Um, California, surprisingly, surviving in Iceland has just been destroyed. Um, and, and, and it's coming to the end game. Um, we have two players now Canada, Amazon, who are just down on. Uh, down to nothing. Next to nothing. Next to nothing. They're going to go. Um, and there's a couple of players pushing for draws. Now. I, um, I've, I've, so to paint the picture, what Andy is seeing is um, I've entered some moves um, around my periphery, um, which I'm not going to change. Right, okay. Okay, um, and we're using the uh, save order function preview order. Yep, yep. Um, and essentially most of this stuff hanging around uh, China in the Pacific is um, just support holding. I've got I've got a movement I've got a Papua moving to New Guinea just on the off chance. So you're that, you're um, allied currently with Song? I am allied with him. Um, part of his uh, a, a way of agreeing with me to um, attack Congo was that you know I, I'm not I'm not for that's Sam J no Sam J no Sam J is um, Sam J sounds like a good rap name. No Sam J's Germany. DJ Sam J. Eki 83. Eki 83. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back back to where I was. Back um, to the map. Back to the map. So, so you're kind of throwing a yeah, few yeah, yeah, yeah. things um, to kind of block off supply centers, good bouncers. You're throwing him a, 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 a nice little you know, support well, hold. Exactly. You know, and over, nice. over here on the Pacific, I've got... Um, I'm, I'm supporting him into Tahiti. Is this sorry? Is this public press or is this private press or what? This is public press. Or gunboat. Public press. Yeah, it's, it's full press. So it's, no, full, it's full press. It's full press. It's full press. It's full press. press. Um, but um, you know, so I'm, I'm I'm happy working with him, but I'm not going to trust him to the same extent as Canada um, because he he pretty much is part of the deal of getting me to stab Congo was that you know I don't agree with all full length alliances. Mm. Um, he pretty much said at some point I'm going to stab someone. Who am I going to stab? And I just sort of took that deal with Canada. Yep. Um, and so, 
that, that's how that happened. But I, I, at the same time, so I'm not going to fully demilitarise my border with the goal. Right. Right? Yep. That's what's happening over there. Um, likewise, in Arabia, which was a real shit fight, getting that much out of Arabia pretty much took me the whole game. Wow. Right? Shitload so, of support so holds there. Uh, yep. yep. And there's no way I'm going to be moving any more units out of there. Um, because I, 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 at the moment, committing against Congo um, is, is taking up all my units. So, so far, Pacific, Asia and the Middle East, it's just a whole heap of lockdown stuff or nice supporting things to allies. Uh, yeah, it's essentially, it's just sort of love being sent to each other. Um, love. That's a nice way of putting it. We're all giving lots of love. Yeah. Um, and China's invading... Texas now, who's, who's, who's benefited taken over pretty much all of North America, yeah. and so is Germany, right? So they're sort of distracted over there and doing their thing, yep, right? Russia, um, yep, yeah. Um, Nigeria, being the poor guy in the middle, um, I essentially, uh, you know, stabbed Congo, and then Congo went, well, screw yeah. you, I'm going to attack Nigeria. Uh, as you do, <laughs> as you do, right? I'm sure he because it, you know, I'm sure he'd attack me if he could. But you know, the next best thing is your ally. So, enemy's enemy is my friend. My friend's friend is my enemy. <laughs> my friend's friends are my enemy. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Anyway. So that's what's, hap- that's what's happening over there. You know, it's a little spit. My, my enemy's friends, my enemy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I, I really wanted with you, Andy, is just to drill down a little bit down what's happening here, right? Well, you're sitting around um, doing nothing. Well, no, that's what I have to say. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, this is what I'm going to be thinking hard over the next five hours before the... Uh, Do you think it was wise hours. to record this podcast with alcohol involved before you're actually putting in moves? It might be a good news story for Congo. It might um, be. It yeah, might you be might, you might just kind of forget to put in moves in because you kind of fell asleep on the train on the way home. Oh, I have done that before. Um, having said that, um, what I'm doing here is I want, I want to sort of bring in as many fleets up the coast as I can. Right? You want to bring fleets to the coast? I want to bring fleets to the coast, and at the same time I want to get him off the continent. Right. right. Now, we're swapping LBN and WND, essentially. Mm-hmm. My, my interest though is how I'm going to break this little nut of resistance around here. So I have I have I have armies in Ecuador, Kiss, Kiss Kiv, Cat, Zam, Cub, right, and a fleet in WND, and he's got armies all everywhere else. And he's going to self-support. Um, how would you break that little that that, that nut? Uh, I'd attack him. Well, obviously, I'm going to attack him, yeah. <laughs> mate. That's that's a full conclusion. Oh, no, 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 seriously, you just got to look at this. You know, yeah, use Kin as an example. Kin can only be support hold, held by Loon, Lib, and AMB. So you got four there. You've got four there. Right? Automatically, EQU, Kiss, Kid, and Cat. Yep, I've got four. Okay, you've got four. Zam hits Loon, cut support, bang, you're in. It's five against four. You win. Yeah, but if Lun, which doesn't have a support order, moves to Cat, then he cuts that, and I've only got three to attack Kin. Say again, sorry, if Lund moves to Cat. If Lund moves to Cat, then he yeah. cuts Cat's support. Yeah, but Cat was just attacking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, but that withdraws. 
yeah, okay. I'm making a I'm making a mountain out of mo oh, mo yeah, look. Oh, this is this is where these things where it gets down to the detail of how many kind of cut supports and whatever work. And this is why I'm kind of no longer number one on the table because I'm not very good. Yeah, you're number forty at the moment, which is still pretty damn good. I'm, I'm below a hundred. Uh, anyway, I'm kind of you know. Ambie's uh, you know got a great big grin on his face. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, only forty. Only forty. Only 40. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you say so too much about that stuff. I think, look, that's 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 an obvious one. The other option would be, okay, let's flip it around the other way. Do you then instead take a bit of a ch- a, a, a punt that he's going to look at the board, that Congo's going to look at the board and go, okay, Kin needs to be propped up. It's going to be slammed because it's got all those um, units around it. And as yeah. a result of that, you go, no, bugger this. I'm actually going to go for, is this autumn or is this spring? Uh, this is autumn. Uh, yeah, okay. so, so whatever, wherever we end up, you know, that's that's that. Because you can always just play more for the long haul and go, okay, instead of going for the actual SCs, I'm going to try to gain myself a, a superior position and go for something like Lung. Yes, yeah, if I lung, lung, then everything kind of falls around. He's been split. Yeah, he's yeah, split. Like he's having to fight a two-front wall yeah. whilst you just kind of slam into him and kind of smash him. So and, it may and, be a more strategic and, thing to do that in the long term. Yeah, and let's not forget that I want ultimately to get to South America, yeah. which is fully controlled by Congo at this time. And relatively undefended once you get past the Atlantic. Well, if, if, I, if I get a fleet in, you know, the southwest Atlantic, or even GSM or, you know, the, the Arctic region. GSM? Right. Sounds like a good name for a wine. <laughs> you don't know anyway, what I'm talking about, do you? If I get, if I, if I get a... Grenache Shiraz. No, is it? Yeah. It's a lovely, lovely Australian... Is it? Great varietal. Yeah, okay, three, right. three grapes together. <laughs> I'm a beer drinker. As, as Sorry, mate. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, oh. uh, it's beer. <laughs> beer. Beer. Hey, did I tell you once? I actually... What? Sorry, sorry. We can just digress for a second. Okay, yeah. when, when, uh, when there was shitloads of variants being created on um, VDIP, I had the idea of having beer diplomacy. Beer diplomacy? How does that work? Um, it's based around breweries. So you have all these different breweries around the world, played on like a World War Four type of map, okay. a reconfigured World War Four map. So you actually play, instead of playing like, for example, as Germany, you might play as um, France. Well, okay, you say, yeah, maybe you're, maybe you're, maybe you're Holland, you're, you're Heineken. Oh, yeah, right. it's, okay. it's Heineken from Holland. Oh, it Heineken's from Holland, it's oh, Dutch. Right, yeah, it's yeah. Dutch. Oh. Uh, you know, you might have, uh, actually, maybe you probably just play it on a, on a classic map. It'd be far easier. There's so many bloody beers in Europe. Well, yeah, essentially every little territory's got something. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, right. Next time you lose a supply centre, you have to take a um, beer. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Every time you lose a supply centre, you have to take a what? Oh, lose or gain a supply centre, you so have to take a beer. Yeah, right. If you win a supply centre, you Everyone have to take a beer. Everyone gets drunk together. That's a great way of doing things, yeah. yeah. You'd Except, have to play it live, 10-minute game. Yeah. yeah. Although maybe we might make it more just broadly based around alcohol, because France would only have Kronenberg, and that's about it. Russia would have nothing. So you have to kind of maybe make it just generally alcohol-based. Yeah, to have you could do vodkas and, and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. There's other ideas. You, you're talking about a presidency. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we yeah, want yeah. to digress to that now? Or, no, no, know, let's finish this and we'll come back to that later because yeah, yeah, it's right, my fault yeah. for going off on a tangent already. So um, let's get back yeah. to the game. So, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. so ultimately, I want to get into South Africa. Uh, South, America. Uh, South America. Yep. Right. 
and I'm pushing him from the uh, from the west there. Oh yeah. With... Oh yeah, from, from the Pacific. Yeah. Oh, you're doing and a pincer move. I am, and I'm, wow. I'm enlisting. You've, you've got it made. China. You're going to be at number forty in the rankings before you know it. I better watch out. This is unrated. Oh, you <laughs> 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 it's a game that you kind of actually a World War Four game That's that you're unreal. smashing, practically smashing everyone, and it's unrated. <laughs> and how many fucking hours have you wasted on this shit? Oh mate, I, I, I've been staring at this board. Oh, it's, just, it's, 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 it's insane. It's not about it's not about rankings. It's just about putting in a good game and having a good time. It, it, it's been a great game. It's been a great game. It's been a great game. Um, one of the highlights is actually um, stabbing and defeating everyone. Australia. Australia. Yeah. Defiant. Now he is a good player. He is a good player. He is. Not as good as me. But he's a good player. <laughs> oh no. No, he's probably Ooh, better than me. Fighting words. <laughs> No, but I, I, I'm sorry. I'll probably get I'll probably get this PM from I'll get a PM from Defiant. No, I'm above him. Um, I'll get a PM no doubt from Defiant saying, oh, 101 grudge match for you. So let's keep talking about this. So yeah, look, I think you've actually strategically you've got a, a very good position to um, to bring it home here, provided well, you don't get fucked over by yeah, somebody else. Provided I go get screwed. Um, now as to whether I'm actually going to push through and actually go for the whole game or whether um, You'll I'm going to go point. for the draw yep. at some point. That's um, it would. It, it's entirely dependent on how Germany and China play this morning. Yep. It's entirely dependent on that. Look, um, that said, that said, I think um, I say Germany isn't it? Is it Germany or is it Russia? It's Pax Germanica. You know, these guys own. You know, all what of is Asia. Germany? Sorry, I, I made a mistake. I said Russia before. It actually, is Germany. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, all of all of Eurasia, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, if you imagine the USR plus Western Europe plus Northern Canada, yep, this guy's got it. Um, he's got it going on. Yeah, and he's 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 the, he's the supply centre leader. Um, having said that, he has less power projection on the fleets on the on the oceans. So I think the I think the, the other thing to consider though, longer term, this being a, a um, is this the standard World War Four? Ma- no, actually, it's not because it's got uh, the it's got Arabia and it's pretty close yeah, to it's, that. It's, it's, it's version. Yeah. Yeah. So the the one. risk I think you'll find here is um, that perennial issue with World War Four of um, stalemate lines within the uh, within the oceans. Yeah, and this is what I'm coming up against yeah. in um, the Atlantic and the Pacific. The, the stalemate lines are a real it's a real headache. Yeah. It's a real guessing game. Yep. Um, and Honestly, in a real-world scenario, um, you wouldn't be able to just lock down an area of ocean. No, no, no. You just couldn't. This is um, this is why the sea lanes variant was developed um, to deal with this. Uh, this is it, it will bog down. Yep. Um, but at the moment, it's still fluid enough for there still to be up in the air. Um, what ultimately the board will look like. Very good. Oh well. Good luck. Yes. And um, you hope know, you're winning. Get your zero points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Hey, no, no. On the ranking, yeah. You know, on, on, if you if you were then to you know look up this variant and variant's history, you know, you go to the you go yep, to the, yep. and go, go to the stats, the yep. stats, and you will be able to look at and see games won. And if it was one, if it's the only game that's been won, it will link to that game as a one game. So you do get some so credibility. If you do win, you'll be the one person who wins it. Unrated or not. 
So hasn't anyone ever won a game? No, no one's won a World War IV really? on the new version, not yet. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's been a couple of winners on the old version. Yeah, okay. Yep, but no one's won this um, with, with Arabia in it. Yeah. Very good. Hmm. Very so, good indeed. You know, we'll see, we'll see. Okay, so... Actually, one thing would be good later on is if, if um, the Web Dip guys got into World War Four, I reckon they would go. They would be able to fill these games, oh. you know, like that. Yeah. And you know, the, the amount of time it takes us to kind of get a V Dip game up and running for <laughs> World War Four with thirty-four players or thirty-five players, I think you'd find people could almost get a live game going. Can you imagine a live game with World War Four? Oh, honestly, you'd have to kind of have to block out a day. You, you, you would. You would lock out the day. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think. Honestly, with 52 units at this stage, I don't think I could enter 52 orders in 10 minutes. Yeah. At this point, you would be stressing your nut out. Well, it would allow no time for any diplomacy, would it? You know, no chance to talk to close. Yeah. It'd be really difficult. Yeah. Okay. So here we are. Our, our recommendation is bring it over to, to WebDip, but for God's sake, don't play a live game. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Unless you want to kind of lose. <laughs> Great. No, lots of fun. Anyway. So, we are going to talk about a new, or not a new variant, a variant that we haven't talked about before. Yes. And uh, that variant is, which actually exists in three different iterations, is the uh, version, sorry, is um, 1066. Yes. Um, so, this is the third version we're looking at. Yep. And which I actually think is the better version. Well, it's had more plays on it already than other versions. Yeah, because it kind of yep. solved a lot of the issues with version 1 and version 2. Yeah, so what what has changed from the first version to this version? I can't remember. No, I can't remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. What we should actually do is uh, compare the maps between the two. That would be... Uh, I, I know that the version 2, I tried to... Um, fix some of the issues that were associated with that and, and failed, I, I think, actually pretty dismally. The main thing, really, is this whole nexus you get around... Uh, you, uh, sorry, England. Nothing else changes. It's more around England itself. The North Sea. Uh, yeah. Well, the, the, North, the North Sea changed. That was to kind of... Um, by creating a central North Sea, it was to kind of stop that uh, risk of immediately having Norway or the Norwegians attack and invade England too quickly. All right, I'm just going to jump in here. Oh this, yeah, we should, this, we should um, probably this give this some context. Yeah, context. Well, well, um, <laughs> this, this is a variant that's set um, in 1066 Yes. Um, where, well, the fate of nations was in the balance. Yes. Uh, it could have gone to the Vikings, it could have gone and stayed um, English. English. Um, ultimately William the Bastard came in and you know, won the day. Won the day. Um, so, for those of you who, who don't remember, who don't aren't aware of the history, obviously you probably know that, that you know, Normandy conquered England in 1066 yes. at the Battle of Hastings, which is actually not in Hastings, but a, a town outside it called Battle, which I've actually been to. I've actually oh, you've been there. I've actually been to the field where the Battle of Hastings occurred. I'd love to go. It's, yeah. uh, What's it like? Muddy. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, I won't say muddy. It was just kind of... Um, it was a lovely day. It was like green fields and everything like that. But uh, because England buddy, rains all the time, it was quite squelchy. And I, I did actually fall over and get mud all over myself on the field of the, the Battle of Hastings. <laughs> all right, so there's parallels there with, um, you know, Crazy and, and um, Avignon. Yeah. Um, but, but what actually but, happened is prior yeah. to that occurring... 
Um, because what what actually led up to this was the the, uh, the death of the king, the Anglo-Saxon king of England, and there wasn't a very clear line of succession. And multiple players kind of said, "Hey, I think I should be king." And right. included from that was. Um, some dude because I can't remember his name. It was Har- Harold Hadrodi. Oh, that was the dude. Harold Hardringer or something. No, it was Harold. Oh, I see. Okay. There Bluetooth was this... or Bluebeard. The, the Bluetooth. The, the guy invented. How the my phone or... syncs up to my car when it plays my music. <laughs> Harold Bluetooth. Harold Bluetooth. And um, you know William the Bastard. So you know. Yeah, actually, there yeah. was another. There was a Harold on the throne. Anyway. Harold. Yeah, Harold. That's Harold Hadrodi. Oh, okay. Wasn't so it? So he was the guy that kind of took over and said, "Hey, I win." Okay. Yes. And then the others, the um, the Norwegians got pissed off because they had some, because they had actually been because of King Canute for yeah, a while. They had there. a legitimate claim on the throne. Yeah, it was like thirty yeah. or forty years prior, but they kind yeah. of could make an argument. Yeah. And um, the actual William and the Bastard made a very tenuous claim because at one stage Harold, the guy who was actually became king of England. Once got shipwrecked on the shores of, of France, yeah, and then William kind of came down and held out his hand and helped him and, and nursed him back to health. And as a result, Harold said, "Look, you've done such a great bloke. You know, if I ever get a chance to become king, I'm going to not worry about it. I'm going to give it to you because you're just a top bloke, awesome. Yeah. And um, that's the way we do things in 1066. But of so, course, Harold didn't do that. So yeah. some people reckon this might have been a bit of a bullshit story, but." The, the two Harolds always threw me. Um, the two Harolds kind of go. But the yeah. actual Norwegians attacked and um, Lost, the didn't they? English. They and then, yeah, the actual Harold the, the, Harold the Saxon yes. kind of put all of his forces up yeah. to the north. And then around that same time, some dude kind of turned up on a horse and said, uh, well done for beating the Norwegians. Um, bit of bad news. The Normans are invading. You've got to haul your ass all the way back to the other end of the country. The, the, the other bastard sons of the, uh, yeah. the Vikings are invading. Right. And they won. And they won. Okay, so we've essentially got a three-player variant. We've yep. got Norway, England, and um, Normandy. Normandy. France. Yeah. Now, back to where we were. Oh, yeah, we were what's talking changed? about what's changed. So, we've, so the central North Sea is in the middle of the, um, the four-split North Sea, and that's to slow down. Because early on, inversion... It's actually amazing when you kind of look at the way that... You know how people learn from the games? Yes. So very, very early on in the in version 1 of 1066, the Normans overwhelmingly was smashing England and then conquering... They and, and they win the game. Yes. And the thing about this game, which is important, is to win the game, you need to kind of reach um, a majority of supply centres, which I think is like about 10. And um, you need a city. You know, and you yeah. need to control two capitals yes so um, that normally would obviously be your capital and another capital so that could be the obviously the English capital it's a fair hike from France to Norway I've done it you did it yeah I've done it I've actually won the game I I, I can't remember I I think I was actually I played as France or sorry Normandy where I've actually won the game not by attacking England but by attacking the Norwegians and (laughs) wow hey 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 hey. good 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 I think it's important at this stage, it's all played Fog of War. Yes, it's yes. one of the few games played under Fog of War, which yes. makes it incredibly challenging. And I, I, I love the way we've, we've kind of implemented When I say we, just so, just so you know. So, yeah, we. So it's you and... Um, uh, me and um, Emmanuel Ravioli. Ravioli, <laughs> Ken's pronouncement. 
And and look, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of help from Ollie in getting this to uh, to come together. And in yes. fact, as I may have mentioned or may have not have mentioned, this map is the only map and the only game that Ollie has played. It is too. It is. He's only is. played one yeah. game on this server. On this server that he we does know play of. games in, um, on a German server. Does he? He does. He's got um, too much spare time on his hands. He should be helping out with getting more variants on video. Well, I don't know if he's been playing it recently, <laughs> but um, yes. Anyway, so okay, but Adrian's yes. walls. Adrian Wall has a special rule to it. Yes. Yeah. So um, on on all maps, regardless of which one you kind of look at. Um, Okay, so if I can kind of take a step, couple of steps back. You've got the starting positions of England is in what is um, traditional England. So um, for those of you who know a little bit of, of English or British history, it's pretty much the centre and the east coast of modern-day England. It Dane law. The Dane Well, yeah, the Dane law and a little Plus bit of Essex, Anglo-Saxon maybe, yeah. type of stuff. Okay, yeah. So it doesn't include Cornwall because Corn- the Cornish, which is we're probably running around with... They had someone else at the time, which is like because yeah. the Cornwall's always been a bit rebellious. They're, um, you know, that's where theoretically the King Arthur of the Round Table came from. Lord Arthur came from Wales. Well, it's it's more like a it's a it's a legend, isn't it? But, yeah, who knows? I have been yeah. to Tin is it Tin Gatchel or Tin Tichel or whatever like that, which is meant to be the the seat of government of, of King Arthur. Sure enough, you're going to have England. some Wales guy jump on this and tell you, hey, yeah, what's oh, going on? You know? yeah. But it doesn't include Wales, it doesn't, in, and it doesn't... Um, and Gwynedd. Uh, uh, yeah, so, so during this period of time, uh, in 1066, the, the northern part of modern-day Wales was actually quite strong and very okay. independent from the English. Yeah. Um, and to kind of make the map, map a little bit more balanced... There's actually, um, yeah, that kind of extends all the way up to Hadrian's Wall. So Hadrian's Wall obviously is the old fortification built by the Romans to kind of keep the barbarians out from Scotland from invading England. Why does it start with the colour of Norway? Does Norway start with something there? Yeah, they start actually with a unit in Hadrian's Wall. Right, they do. Hey, so, and, and was there standing armies? Uh, as opposed to fleets... Oh, no, 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 like um, oh, yeah, Edinburgh and Glasgow. Yeah. So, the, um, is, so yeah. the, the independent um, neutrals, if I can put it, or the neutrals basically all have standing armies. So the standing armies in Glasgow, Edinburgh, Dublin, um, over in Denmark, in Sweden, Flanders, and in Brittany. Uh, you missed Gwynedd. But yes. And Gwynedd and... What's, 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 what's GLW? I can't remember. I can't even what's play right. Gwynedd. Gwynedd and the Lakes District. Gwynedd? It's got double D. Gwynedd. Hey, did I talk about Gwynedd to Gwynedd? That sound like you say Gwynedd like Gwynedd Paltrow. Gwynedd? Yeah, I thought you said Gwynedd like Gwynedd Paltrow. Oh, maybe I am. Did you know my wife almost got ran over by Gwynedd Paltrow? Really? Yeah. <laughs> did you run in front of a cavalcade of cars or something like that? No, 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 no. This is, this is when we were living in London and my wife um, had dropped off our kids to school. And she was walking to um, her school that she was working at, and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow lived in the street, and she was reversing out of her Prius at the time, hadn't checked her revision mirrors, and my wife wasn't paying attention because she was playing with her phone, which was like an old school brick at the time. Yes. And uh, being a Prius, it didn't make any noise, so she almost got ran over by it. Oh, no. It had been a very, very low impact. Yes, yeah, slow motion um, catastrophe. But there you go. Hmm. 
Um, yeah, so Hadrian's Wall starts off as being an initial... So uh, the Norwegians actually start with four units, even though they've got three SCs. When is Paltrow? Did you get to shake her hand? No, it wasn't me with my wife. Did she shake her hand? Uh, no, she kind of actually kind of went, oh, sorry. And, my wife also, and then my wife kind of went, had this look on her face like, you're Gwyneth Paltrow. And Gwyneth had this response like, like without, without no words being said, just like just had this look on her face, like, yeah, I know who I am, and, and I know you know who I am. This kind of thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No. This was when she was living with Chris Martin, guy, the um, the lead singer from Coldplay. Uh, I think they okay. broke up. Did they? Yeah. Big news. I'm sure the world stopped. Yeah, just like yeah. what happened with. Brad Pitt and Angelina and that, that horse woman. Um, horse? Did she play? Yeah, I think I'm like a horse face. A horse? I said horse. No, no. I didn't know she played diplomacy. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> no, no, maybe she does. <laughs> maybe, maybe she does. Maybe she does. Uh, Man, I, I, I've, I've wondered this sometimes. How many celebrities play diplomacy? I don't know. I've actually thought about how many politicians play the phone to see. Yeah. You know, it's really, I really find it fun listening to these discussions on the forums. Right. Yeah, you know, these guys, they say a lot, but they're not really being that specific. And they're kind of practicing, I don't know if they're practicing the politics or they're really, you know, and, and you, you can't help but read and sort of think of the world in a certain light. Or, yeah. You know, and. You know, these guys, some of them, I think, are masters of their craft. You know, you can't help reading these posts and think, oh yeah, I kind of get that view. But back to this, back to this. Hadrian's <laughs> we're, War. We're having a shocking tangent. Tangent episode. Episode tangents. So, yeah, look, Hadrian's Wall is um, meant to be a barrier where there's actually no connections between the wall and the sea. That's right. That was so it's kind of like, yeah. it's kind of like Game of Thrones. You can't physically attack the wall from the ocean. You have to kind of be like Stannis Baratheon and land north of the wall and then wheel around and right. You've got to be smash an the wildlings. Yep. You've got to be an icy bastard to attack from Scotland. You've got to you be do. an icy bastard. But right. um, it does actually make things... It's, the whole point of that is it's, it's actually acts as a deliberate defensive barrier to kind of slow down an invasion from the Norwegians once they kind of smash into Scotland and take it over. But Norway starts with Hadrian's Wall. Yeah, they start on the wall. They're the watchers on the wall. Yeah, yeah, but you're, you're saying like it's, a, it's an attempt you, to you slow down. You don't watch down. Game of Thrones, do you? I do. I read, you're, not, you're not taking any look, of the bait. I read the fucking books. I read the books. <laughs> I read the books before I watched the TV. Actually, I listened to the books. I read them all audio books. Yeah, I'm not taking the boat. I'm not taking the boat. Okay. Game of Thrones. Okay, no, no, okay. No, 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 no. Let's get off this tangent. Back to the main game. <laughs> back to it. Back to it. Back to it. And I think we need another round. Oh, do we? Okay, oh, yeah, hang we on, do. Hang on, hang on. Just quickly. Um, oh. Now, it, 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 it's actually quite a beautiful looking map. You've got, it you've is. got this, um, you know, nice. We deliberately uh, did that. Did you notice? It's hard not to notice. Actually. No, 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 no. But but the idea behind this map, for those of you who haven't looked at it, go well, just follow the links or go to V Diplomacy or go yeah, to no, Google and just Google it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what we try to do is normally within a lot of um, diplomacy maps, the areas that are uh, impenetrable, like Switzerland within classic, it's just like dark grey. It's all black. Or, or black yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's black, you're right. Um, other maps do like the same type of thing. 
instead of doing that, we kind of actually put in place some of the, the freezes from the, um, what's it called? The Bayo Bayo tapestry, tapestry correct. Yep. And then as a result of the, the, the natural colours used in the Bayo tapestry, obviously this was before they had synthetics, synthetic dyes and whatever like that, the whole point was to actually create the the colours of the of the three players and the neutrals and the standing armies based on the tones within the tapestry. Did you pick that up? Well, it looks all very vintage. Yes, it's very old school. <laughs> no. Um, no, now I... even to the extent that we use a font, we use like you know a gothic font. <laughs> I wouldn't have picked it. <laughs> you need another drink, Kana. I, I do need another drink, Andy. And I'm getting um, thirsty. Okay, okay, all right. All right. Or pause it, or come back, and I'll tell you about the time I won on this match. You've only won once, I've won like 50 million times on this match. Oh, you do. This is why I'm 40 and you're like somewhere down to 100 million. Pause it. Let's pause it. Pause, guys. Okay, All right. so, okay, we're on so to so drink number three. Yes. Cheers. Um, actually, Whoop. in the, the last couple of ones, we kind of did back-to-back kind of thing. But this seems to be like an extended bumper extended episode. Extended tangential... This is um, the 12-inch remix. <laughs> the 12-inch remix. <laughs> Sorry, showing my age. So, um, just before we talk about how brilliant a player you were by winning a game on 1060... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You've won a lot of games here, Andy. Tell me, England, what sort yes. of strategy would you recommend for England? Attack. Attack. Attack, attack? Actually, no, no, no. Both? I wouldn't attack. Um, England, so there's, there's totally different strategies for each of the of the, of, um, of the players, obviously. Um, the main thing, regardless of who you're playing, is to obviously quickly get some of the neutrals. Of so course, yes. the main thing is to 100%, you have to make sure that if you're playing England, you've got to capture um, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and the Lake Districts immediately. If you don't, um, you're <laughs> fucked. Okay. Um, all right, yeah. If you're playing France, it's you, you can only take one. You got to choose between Brittany or choose between um, Flanders. Okay, so France does the choice of Flanders or Brittany dictate what direction you're going to go, or is it still um, up in the air on that? Yeah, on what England does. Or? Look, I must admit. Look, I've tried both. Um, and I tend to find that Flanders works generally better. The okay. main reason being that it kind of gives you that bridgehead into the Straits of Dover, which you really kind of need to then be able to uh, ultimately flank into the North English Channel to start making uh, landfall on the actual English mainland proper. Okay, so... Um, and it also means that if you can quickly get to County of Flanders, you prevent a very, very uh, ballsy Norwegian um, attack coming down Denmark, down the Free Cities Passage and into Flanders. Which did work for me in my awesome game, which I won on this. because um, you're awesome, Painter. I am. Um, <laughs> now, it just seems to me like France is going to conflict with England. It does. It's just like destiny going on here. It is, it is. It's, it's one of those things that if you're playing England, um, not only do you have to make... It's actually England's really shitty position obviously uh, for the beginning but you obviously need to get that, that but it's that 1066 we are simulating and that was the point yeah. this was you know, we've talked about it before but my historical bent the idea is to try to make this as historically accurate as possible whilst also getting a good balance in the gameplay mm-hmm. so you've got to get that, that um, Gwyneth Paltrow and Lakes District immediately 
And the other main thing is to, as quickly as you can, start creating a, a good defensive position against um, a French invasion of the, in, the, in your south. Okay, at the same time you're worrying about Norway, which you who is do? obviously going to pick up, you know, at least Denmark or Sweden to start off. Um, Very true, but look, it's the risk here... Uh, and it's always been a bit of a, a bit of a risk. And this is where things vary between version one of the map and say version three. Okay, version so one of the I've map. Got, I've got version three up. You've and got I've version got version one. No, you've got version. I've got version three. Going. Oh yeah, you've got version three, and I've got version one. Yeah. So um, version one has uh, there's still the same number of supply centres for England, but they're positioned slightly differently. Yeah. Okay. So we've got. A- Bit of a difference. So the same thing is that the capital Winchester, because this was predated London being the capital, because um, William the Bastard actually moved the capital to London. He did so the bastard. He's a bad God, a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so Winchester's the English capital, and then there's London. Yeah, but now we've got Warwick. Then there's Oxford, and then there's York. So. In the original 1066, there's actually only four supply centres for England. Well, now there's five. And now and there's with five, five okay, within version right, yeah. three. And yeah. that really brought a lot more balance back into the game. Yes, because England was getting shafted again. England just kept getting fucked over yeah. so badly. Yeah. And whole, originally the version... The version um, Two from memory, I haven't brought up the map here. Actually, instead of, of having the uh, uh, the supply centre in Warwick, it had the supply centre. It called it Norwich and put it where East Anglia is. And oh, the whole yeah, idea behind yeah. that was to slow down a um, I don't know an invasion from 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 um, Norway. Because when the original game came out, the version one came out, Nor- Normandy overwhelmingly won time and time and time again. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it just went. And just totally changed. And then the Norwegians seemed to get their shit together, and they kept winning the game over and over okay, and over again. Right? Yeah. So, that was so then we came two. up with this. So yeah, that was version so, one. Yep. Still, towards oh, the okay, end yeah. of version one. Version two, it just uh, it didn't work very well. It didn't work. Okay. Version three um, yeah. um, puts instead a uh, it, there's a, a the centre of, of England, which is called the heart of England in version one actually puts a supply centre at Warwick, which is geographically in the same location as that territory. And that's one of the key things when it comes to being able, if you're playing in England, to be able to take um, Gwyneth and at the same time um, create a defensive barrier in the south. Yeah. So obviously you're automatically, you're going to throw a fleet straight away into the North English Channel from Winchester. You've got to do that because you've got to get stuck getting ready to be able to defend yourself. But a clever English player usually will go automatically from Oxford through to Wales and will usually move Warwick up, up through to the Dales, supported by uh, York. Is it the Dales or the Dales? I always thought it's the Dales. In America they call it the Dales. But this is England. Yeah, but America was colonised before we were. So, I think we should defer to any English players who are from the north of England. So, pl- so please yeah, send us your views on what is meant to be. Yeah, the Dales. Sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, I always thought it was the Dales. Okay, all right. So, look. and the idea being then um, you can kind of um, block any. Um, you can cut support from Hadrian's Wall, take Gwyneth, and then um, move south. 
Okay, so I'm not seeing much difference in um, how France started off. No. Um, there's extra unit, there's extra supports. You know, there's a couple of extra territories in um, France England, will France so. will still do well yeah. if the Norwegians have a front, full frontal assault straight into England. Yeah, which is kind of tempta- temptation is there because it kind of looks that direction. Now, now if you're playing Norway, what's your suggestion then? I mean, how do you envision... Surprisingly, I would not actually recommend a full-flung invasion of England. Okay. I would be looking at consolidating my position in, in the broader Scandinavia sense. So make sure, of course, you take Sweden to be able to maintain your army within Hadrian's War. And as quick as you possibly can, get a fleet across to take Edinburgh. Oh, that's right. So Hadrian's Wall is like an extra unit you start with. Yeah. That if you don't take a supply centre, it's gone. Yep. So keeping that supply centre there, that, that, that unit is important to, yeah. you know, any sort of invasion. So, yes, yeah, right. So it's a forward position that kind of allows you to kind of play a little bit of havoc with England from day one. And fleets can't go there, so that means convoys can't go there. You can't convoy into Hadrian's Wall, no. Okay, all right. Wow, that actually makes quite a, you know, yeah. So the main thing I think if you're playing Norway is to quickly get as much as Scandinavia, so make sure you grab Sweden, quickly grab Denmark, um, and then also work towards getting a foothold in Scotland by taking Edinburgh. And by that point of time, if you haven't actually launched an attack on England, chances are France has already started attacking England, and then France, and then England's going, ah, oh, those Norwegians, they're my mates, they're not attacking me at all. Why do I keep something like, you know, maybe a fleet in York just to kind of keep it safe, all be good. Okay. And then, of okay. course, if you're playing... I mean, my, my take has been, then you quickly take as many of the, of the neutrals as possible, get England bogged down in a war with France, and then start attacking England. Or, if you want to kind of mix it up a bit, leave England alone and come down and attack France. See, you know, I was really proud of my win as Norway, um, because I've played this variant quite a number of times, and I keep on dying. I keep on getting destroyed. Um... Now, having heard you speaking about, you know, envisioning how this works, is the key to stay out of conflict and let the other two fight it and then, you know, swoop in. Do you think? I mean, so yes, but the, the real risk is, okay, so if you're playing, as I said before, if you're playing Norway, Norwegians, you've got, to try, you've got to work on the basis that France and its position to England will naturally get into a, 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 a Barney with England from, from day one. So, I guess the, the issue, or well, the option would be, if you're playing France, to try to kind of flip it around the other way, is to, you know, take your, your neutrals as best as you can, and then get somewhere into the English Channel, England will get into the English Channel somewhere, whether it's Strait of Dover or North English Channel. Because it's fog of war, you don't know what the fog of war, it obviously, it depends if you're kind of, got, whether you're playing gunboat, or you're playing with, you know, normal press. Yes. Um, obviously, if you're playing normal press, you can kind of say to England, look, honestly... We're just going to bang heads together. The Norwegians are going to come down and butt fuck you. What's the point of that? <laughs> How about instead we go and get him? All right. Yeah. Or if you're yeah, playing yeah. gunboat, you throw him a few support holes, and all of a sudden the English player's going to go, Oh, this French guy is quite friendly. He doesn't want to attack me at all. I'm going to go get that Norwegian guy. And then, of course, you stab him in the back. Of course. Or you can actually work together and take out the Norwegian and then stab him in the back. Well, I've, I've, each time I've played this, I've totally enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good it, game. It, it's been a fun variant. And because of a relatively small map, relatively small number of supply centers, it doesn't actually take long to play. 
No, it's a quick one, right? It's, it's a relatively um, quick one. Yeah, I was, I was actually looking at the stats here um, on the variants. Yeah. And on average, on VDIP, it takes 16 turns. That's for version 1? No, this is version, oh, version three. 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and, yeah, it was 16 to 17 turns. So it's back in about 14 and a half turns back on version 2. So it's 1. So, not version 1. Okay, so the length of time it takes has um, taken a bit longer, which yep. kind of you know points towards more strategic depth yep. to it, right? Um, the supply centres is 10 to win. Um, and I'm, I'm looking at version 3 now, 98 games played. That's close to 100. Look, that's a century. That's a century. Close to a century. Well, it was 192 within version 1. Right, okay. So, look, look my, my yeah, but you look at You look at version 2. Oh, version 2's got hardly anything. It's like about like 20 or something like that. Look, my, 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 my view is that I actually think that version 3 is by far... Um, the most balanced map. It's it's fair for. It looks like there's more going on. It just looks more um, finalized. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's. Yeah. So, Are you going to make any more changes to it? Or? No, I like it as it is. As it is. Even oh. even 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 if we were doing lots of variant changes at the moment and we were able to do it quickly and easily, I wouldn't touch it. I think there's far greater priorities. Yeah. So, if you haven't played 1066, it's a really good three-player one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a one couple of few others. three-player games. Yeah, but there's, yeah. Um, there's uh, that, that one with uh, the, the French divided into three, the breakup of the whole Roman Empire one. I, actually, I don't mind that game. Yeah, that that actually inspired kind of me to do this one, yeah. It did it? Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's this precious few three-player games, and this is one that's actually quite balanced. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, give it a go. And it also provides us a really interesting segue because you heard um, from Captain recently, Captain Me. I did. I did hear yep. from, from, from the, uh, the good old Cap. And it's, this, this is um, a, a, an ongoing kind of theme which is brought up in our uh, podcast, I suppose. Um, when is, the, when is the, uh, the lab coming back? Okay. Yes. So I did ask Cap because I said, "Look, it's been a while since since we heard that you're planning to maybe get this going in November. We're now mid-November. How's it all going?" Yes. Um, and look, don't want to get people's expectations up as you did with with WebDiff, uh, but they're working through some issues. There's definitely a lot of good work happening. Um, but they're getting some technical issues and technical errors, and they keep throwing back the same errors and errors over and over again. They're trying to okay. fix what that is. Yeah. So, um, still confident of getting something happening, yes. but no ETA on when it will be done. Okay. So Which is a bit disappointing, but you know, one of the one of the things I think that that um, Captain is um, finding is he probably does really need to have Ollie involved in some of those changes, and of course Ollie's yeah. always incredibly busy and maybe with the setup. How does the lab set up? Because um, web development. I, I, I don't. I mean, I'm yeah. not a technical. We're not technical people. I'm sure these guys could probably tell us what's going on, and we go uh, whatever. Yeah, what's this about? <laughs> you know, packets and size sends and blah blah blah. But um, so so he is working on it. Yes, that's, that's the aim. and that's good. Yeah, that's because good. I think we want to see more more variants. Because as we said before, with a bit of a when we were going off on our multiple tangent yes. thing during World War Four. After watching the American elections, uh, I, had, I had thoughts yes. of a new variant, which I like to call Uh-oh. President. 
or something like that. Oh, I, yes, you do. All right. Okay. So, so an American variant. Yes. Okay, alright, based on, and I'm thinking theme precedence. Yeah, so what I'm thinking, right. yeah. and I, I, it depends on how this new development area is set up by Captain Moon. If it's like, I think we talked around before, is that if it has to follow standard diplomacy engine rules. If it follows standard diplomacy engine rules, maybe my idea won't get up and running. Well, it, it, look, look, I'm going to jump in here and say um, one of my first variants that I wanted to create was to actually throw in a different unit type. Yeah. And the code just will not work for that. It's very specific. There's two units. Yep. And the whole DTAC adjudication system works on there being two units. Yep. Um, throw in another unit, it's not going to work. So um, what, I, what I envisaged, okay, so in my mental map of my mind, Okay, I'd imagine like a map of America divided into the states. Okay. okay. Now maybe we have to do some of your little crazy fish eye shit for something around the New England area because it gets so small. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. But the idea being, you—I actually thought this game could be play, initially played as a two, a one versus one game. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's like Republicans versus Democrat. But you've got third parties over there, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, no, but the idea is to get this up and running, and then you can have, like, a three-person version with, like, libertarians. If you want to be, like, you know, totally insane, you have the Greens in there for a four-person version. Anyway. Well, okay, so start off with a one-versus-one. If the map works, then throw in a couple of extra... That's right, correct. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 But what I'd imagine is you start the game, we have to kind of make sure that there's a, um, an equal balance where your players start in the Atlantic Ocean effectively like these areas out there, so they don't start with any supply centres. Much the same way, say, that Turkey begins the game, or the Ottomans begin the game in Renishimiento. Okay? So you've got to... <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, Renishimiento. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the so, Italian one. The Italian you know, one. The Italian one that yeah. um, all of our Italian listeners go, <laughs> oh, you silly Australian <laughs> man. Surprisingly, you know how I said before about how downloads? Yeah. Okay, our largest number of downloads coming from America. Hello, yes. Second largest downloads are coming, I can't remember if it's Australia or England. I think Australia is just, must be just you and me just pointlessly <laughs> downloading it over and over and over. But number three is Italy. It's like all the Italians kind of downloading us talking in in English. So big big up Thanks Italian people. Big up yourselves all you Italians. (laughs) I will get to visit you one day. Actually I went to I have visited Venice. That's nice. Venice is a lovely city. It's a lovely place. But this is tangential this I think I've been to Italy five or six times. Oh you don't. I would love to go there five or six times. Yeah, one was a, a tour went with to Venice and then down to like it's a, a typical thing: Amalfi Coast, uh, Rome, Tuscany. Oh. Actually, it wasn't including Tuscany. No, it was just down that way. Separate, like a weekend away in Tuscany. Um, I have had like we kind of drove in from Nice into like around the north, like the, the like the Gurian Sea in Italy, down to um, Tuscany again, and then of course. During one of my more, I'm pros- shaking my head, folks. I'm one of my, my during a couple of my more prosperous periods, where you kind of left it. That was when I was living in England. We kind of had. Oh, when you were living in England. Oh yeah. yes, oh, During one of my more prosperous um, <laughs> business periods, uh, we kind of went to Sardinia, and that was pretty magic. And then another time went to Sicily. Oh, I, I, I kind of imagine young Ambie 
young Ambi. Well, younger Ambi. This is um, Ambi with longer hair. Ambi with longer hair. Um, and a few more kilos. Sitting on the sides of Italian hills with a sketch pad, dirty fingers, chalk. Whilst drinking lovely whilst drinking wine. wine. Yes. Italian wine. Have, have I got this correct? Uh, apart from the sketch pad. Oh, no. Not, not, not a full artist. No, 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 no. Just usually running around, just trying to see as much stuff as I possibly can in the time I got. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, where are we going? I oh, forgot. back to the lab. Back to the lab. <laughs> yeah. How did we get from there, folks? I don't know. I can't remember. Um, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, we're talking about we're talking about how many Italians we have listening, and prior to that, we we're talking about the something else. Hits on it. So, and we were thinking Italians, and we just went. Yeah, and then Italian. before that was. Looking expectantly at Kana, and he's looking at me blankly. <laughs> this is why we shouldn't record these things when we start getting drunk. I love it. That's great. Um, hey, this is why we write lists. Is there anything oh, yeah. on there? Back to the list. So we talked about Captain Meme and what his suggestions were, and where we're at that. Then we started talking about America, about American game, about present, yes. and we started and talking about how the Renaissance would look like. And, yes. and okay, so the idea right, yeah, being, yeah. you start. The Republicans and the Democrats start out effectively in the Atlantic Ocean. Because remember when you kind of watch the, the the results coming through from the recent presidential election, they normally start from the East Coast and they progressively move towards the Midwest well, and go to the West Coast and whatever. Because there's pollen birds that have been close. Like, How many times are Seven? Something like that. So the idea being, and this is where I'm not sure if we can do this or not, each, each state is effectively a supply centre. Okay, so 50 states, 50 supply centres. I've just had a brain fart. Now, you played in the, um, you played the, uh, the, the Greek variant, yes. where your players have to bid on supply centres for their bill. It's been so long since I've played that one. Oh, it's, it's a, it, won, it won an award on you know, the best... Most complex, no? No, well, well, yeah, the, most, the, the best variant... Is this Greek diplomacy? Greek diplomacy. Okay. <laughs> so at the start of it, you actually have to... Players all have to bid on supply centres to to gain them. And the player who bids the most points, everyone starts with, like, I don't know, four or five points. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. Yes. And, and and the person who bids the most on each supply centre wins that supply centre as a home build centre. Right. Now, now, because money plays such an important role in the presidential election, would it not be cool to have an American map of supply centres. Yes. Yeah. Right. I'm going with and, you on this. And, and you've got, you know, the one versus one, yeah. Yeah. Moment. And each, you know, maybe starts with ten coins. Yep. Right. And they have to place money. There might be one coin on Washington, D.C. Another player places one on Washington, D.C. No one wins it. Now, you know what Washington, D.C. has got no... Sorry, this is the thing that yeah, I had yeah, in my yeah, mind. Yeah, I had, like, somehow no, rather having this... Like this, this, this idea okay. of, of, of being... Let's, let's pause your idea and I'll, and I'll kind of add my idea and then you can meld the two together. Okay, okay. meld them, meld them. God, you should see the hand gestures going. Italian place, you'd love our hand gestures. We're going fucking nuts. Uh, <laughs> and I'm Scottish heritage. So I'm Scottish yeah, heritage too. Oh, well, that's this something. How excited we are. Anyway, there we go. you're saying. Um, yeah, but what I thought is, like, if there's some way to have some type of force multiplier so that each of the supply centres are based around whatever their electric college vote is worth. Oh. So if you capture something like um, California, it's worth like 50 or 60 votes towards the 200, whatever, the 500 um, electric college votes that are available. But if you decide to kind of um, go for Delaware, you might just get one. 
You know what I mean? Mm. But then I, I'm not sure how. I'm not quite sure. In my, I reckon you've got to do that so that then to win the game, you need to kind of get whatever is the number of majority to be able to, or over fifty percent to get the electoral college votes. You win the game. So I like your idea, but I'm trying to work out how the force multiplier then works to work out how many then units you get to be able to then to go against this. Because I can imagine if you start off with like, let's say, let's say you're saying easy with my original original idea of you moving from east to west okay let's pretend that you start off with a couple of um units that are out in the atlantic and they're both bordering new york state yes and what you might decide to do is go okay what i'm going to do is i'm going to go for new york state i'm I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm republicans i'll go for new york state democrats go for new york state but maybe there's another set so of stalemate no yes, way no, but yeah. maybe at the same time i might move a a unit into um virginia Unopposed or whatever like that, and then uh, actually not not in Virginia. No, I'm, jump, I'm, jump, I'm jumping. I'm jumping to California, right? Okay. okay. Let's, say, California. let's say winning California as a vote, yes, and buying California to give you five five units or three Something. units, yeah. you know, whatever, right? You know, but more than one unit because it's larger than you know Wisconsin or wherever, you know, or Maine. Well, Wisconsin won it for Trump anyway. Yeah. Well, he, maybe it's worth two. Who knows? Who knows? But could you have some sort of? Um, Sea lane concept there, but each you have the overseer zone, yeah. which um, you know you win California, and winning the California zone grants you an additional two or three units in that territory. Yeah. I'm, I'm look, I'm open to ideas. So look, Ooh, this is kind of it's 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 one of those oh, things. Yeah. Honestly, that like if we can do it, it would be I reckon to be a fucking amazing game. The coding would be. Horrendous. So maybe it's, maybe it's um, maybe it's not worth doing it. No, no, no. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Let's not test the lab. Yeah, let's not freak Captain out too much by yeah. you know coming to him with this idea. But um, a lot of the coding's already there. You've got you've got the, the Greek diplomacy um, with the with the voting pre-voting stuff. So yeah. there. He just threw in that port there. You've got um, you know units starting out somewhere randomly. It's already there. Um, is it built anywhere? Kind of thing. Um, I don't know, but yeah, this is this is really yes, yes. So this is really fun. But of course, you know, we've got to wait until Captain gets all the shit up and running. Yes, Captain, hurry up, hurry up. Thank you. <laughs> all right, yes. But look, I, I don't, I don't think it's actually because Captain's um, not trying. I think he's just working through those technical issues but yeah, no it'll happen this time and look that being said if, if, if we have to start off with something you know nice and basic I mean I've got so many bloody other ideas on variants that are rocking rock and rolling inside my head regardless that don't, don't necessarily require that level of sophistication as president yeah I've got a six player um, Lepanto variant that me and Guros are working on certain space you know, yeah. you know that's ready to roll you love your space variants you know, between Mars um, and Venus and oh mate yes let's do one of them soon and one thing I'd actually love to do is a um, using something like the World War 4 map is a, a Cold War version of World War 4 on, on that global map yeah let's um, start everyone it, it, you know Two players, three players, maybe. I'm thinking like a two-player. So I mean, like I see a couple of variants. Like one's a, a, a two-player game, 
set around like about 1984 or whatever like that, the height of the Soviet yeah. Union. Yeah, yeah. You know, Soviet and versus Americans. About that, yeah. And you can probably do some type of one that's a little bit later on, like just prior to the fall of the um, the Berlin Wall, when maybe China's becoming more resurgent. You can maybe have a three-player variant. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I don't that know. Too. Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah, you could you could play with it. So those those are possible. And look, those are things which are just standard straight out of the box diplomacy so that would work quite nicely we are getting on on time um, we should probably mention for the, the next episode Cross Fingers oh. we're hoping because we've talked a little bit of one versus yes. one um, so um, Devonian is interested in yes. this um, we were thinking about did I say Devonian last time Devonian I thought it was, I think I said Devonian or something we'll have to rewind and check yeah well Devonian because um, I, I, did you know that like, for those of you who don't know at the moment um, go check out the forum on V Diplomacy there's something they're dealing about and, uh, I can't remember what it is but it's like a map of players um, and I always had the view that um, I'll call it Devonian for your, from your point of view but I thought it is D-V- D-E-V-O-N-I-A-N yes yeah, so I always thought that Devonian was actually from Devon in England oh Devon here so like he's like a guy from Devon, so therefore he's Devonian. Oh, that makes sense. Although he's from Devon, although he lives in around somewhere around Chicago. Oh well, if you check the map, well he's not Ian from Devon. But, um, I wonder if he's involved in the Windy City, whatever they are, Windy City Weasels. <laughs> I know, it's like a face-to-face um, thing. Apparently, Chicago is really, really big in um, the whole face-to-face diplomacy scene. Well, what else do you do on those cold winter nights? Hey? I don't know. Drink wine, drink beer, play diplomacy. I listen to an autobiography of Gary Gygax. Gary who? No, not an autobiography, a biography of Gary Gygax. Who's Gary what? Gary Gygax. Guy Cax. Guy Gax. G-Y-G-A-X. I, I have no idea who you're You've never about. heard of Gary Gygax. Never, never. Mate, this guy invented the Dungeons and Dragons. Really? Yes. I played D and D when I was like in grade seven at school. So did I. We are the saps. Terrible. And Magic the Gathering. You also played Magic. The oh no, 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 I was, I was too old for Magic the Gathering. It's been, it's a bit after my time. Primary school was, but no. Gary Gygax invented Dungeons and Dragons. He's from somewhere near South Chicago. In fact, he was born in Chicago and moved to where they do, um, anyway, nearby on the lakes. There you go. Very good. Anyway, little anyway, side we're talking, we're talking about- He used to play diplomacy. Did you know this? He was heavily, in, heavily involved in the postal scene. See, I have an idea of, I don't know if it's actually this podcast or like a a separate podcast, because I reckon people wouldn't want to be associated with our podcast. (laughs) It's like this proper, more highbrow version about talking to people, like successful people, not like us, (laughs) who have either A, played diplomacy and then applied that into their real lives, or be, you know, what type of inspiration they got from, like, game strategies that they applied to real life. Okay, alright. Let's put it out there. We'd have to kind of do something other than wear t-shirts and and jeans. We'd have to kind of wear suits and shit and... If you're that successful, fly out to Australia and, you know... You can buy us drinks. Buy us drinks. Although... 
going going full circle, um, we got in touch with, um, as we said, Devonian. Devonian. Because he's number one at the moment and has been consistently, for every single V Diplomacy, one versus one tournament that's been run for God knows how long. Yes. So we wanted to get his take on one versus one games, particularly with that new development you mentioned having in web diplomacy. Yes. So yes. he is obviously, you know... Yeah, the, the master at VDIP. He knows so he's at the moment on one versus one games. And he's kind of said, hey, really interested if you guys want to fly me out to Brisbane and buy me some drinks. <laughs> yeah. So we might have to subtly bring, slightly bring down his expectations just a little yeah. and say... Uh, throwing a couple of bucks to an FA flight. You know? Yeah. Five, ten dollars or something. Whether that or maybe just if he's flying, from, us. you know, flying from Hobart, you know, I mean, Hobart, what? I don't know, you know, if he's from within Australia, he's in Chicago. He's Chicago. Okay, there. No, you said that. Yes. Here we go. We're teaching ourselves. This is the fallacy of alcohol. But Devonian, he's up for he's up for an interview. Yep. Did you contact any of these other guys on the list? What? No, not at the moment. Let's 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 start with Creme de la Creme. And yeah, uh, number one, work down from there. There's got to um, be some sort of magic that you have to play to consistently win yes. a one-on-one match. What is the strategy? And, and no doubt he's going to try and give us his brilliance. So we've got that interview coming up soon. We um, hope. We hope. Yeah, he's already said, right. yeah, interested. Okay, um, as we said before, Captain Mean, with all the work he's doing at the moment on the development server, he said, look, once we've got that up and running... Happy to kind of be involved in a bit of a discussion. Cool. Yes. But obviously he wants to get that shit done first. That's cool. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, you talked about before about the um, the tournament occurring down in Melbourne. And uh, provided I go down there, a tin can and said, yep, he's keen. Take this. It'll be cool. I can take that, of course. Yeah. I reckon, though, what would also be good is, isn't Kestis in Melbourne? He's Australian, isn't he? I thought he was in Melbourne. I know he's in Australia, but I reckon it would be really, really good, even if he's down there, just to kind of tee something up if he's not part of the actual game oh, scene, yeah. just to kind of get a, a lowdown around the early, the old days, back in the old days where we crowned P.O.'s pretty diplomacy. Around. <laughs> He'd probably go, oh, fuck off. <laughs> I'm sick of you diplomacy nuts. <laughs> you know, because um, no, so, we, we, we got a lot of really good feedback on our 2012 um, interview. It's actually yes. our most heavily downloaded episode. Yes. So uh, I think that kind of says a lot that people don't want to listen to us. They want to listen to other people. Yeah, they're sick of us talking shit. So, you know, let's see what other people have to say about the game. Um, Leif's probably out of it for Well, Leif's already been know. interviewed. Um, he's already been interviewed. Yes. Um, and the next one down the list is Bozo. Leif. Bozo? Bozo. Bozo? Bozo. Bozo. <laughs> Followed by Maple Leaf. Um, so, let's, let's start off with uh, Devonian. Start off with Devonian. With Devonian. And, um, Devonian. Oh, whatever. Potato, potato. Uh, tomato, tomato. And, um, let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> And go from there. Hey? Cool. That'll be good. So, um, yeah. we'll uh, we'll see how we go. Hopefully next episode we'll have that uh, that uh, interview and uh, we'll work from, from there. But in the meantime, I'm Andy. I'm Kana. And thank you for listening to Diplomacy Games. Remember, whatever you do, if you haven't done it already, go over to iTunes. Give us some rating. Give us some review. You know, even if you don't give a shit. If you're doing that, Mr. Apple realises that, oh, people listen to this. I'm going to make it more evilly... Sorry, evilly. That's what I'm pissed. 
more easily accessible so that when people are looking for strategy games, when they're looking for podcasts, diplomacy, it's about strategy games. Can you imagine all those people out there playing Risk? Oh or something like that yes. now who oh. don't know about diplomacy oh. Oh. and they're looking for podcasts about it and they go oh there's this other game over here yeah. that Apple says I've got to listen to don't we want to get more people onto the service we whether it's people. web dip yes. whether it's v dip we want more people playing the game because it's an awesome game it's worth playing it's worth shouting about so yep. get yep. your comments get your reviews in and help Apple know that it's worth doing. Do it. Do and, it now. And, and don't stop that hate mail to me. You know, I love you guys. <laughs> love you guys. <laughs> so that's it for today. And uh, we'll catch up with you in another fortnight or so. All right. Cheers. cheers.